0: On behalf of the graduates, the faculty, and the administration of Nazarene Bible College, it is my pleasure to welcome you to the 49th commencement of the college. Please remain seated for the procession and the, when the faculty and graduates come in. Bye. Please join me in standing for the invocation and remain standing for the hymn.
1: So we pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today in celebration and gratefulness for the many goals that you have helped your people to accomplish leading up to this point in time. We honor and glorify your name for all who are here, but especially the graduates who have studied and labored to complete what they are being recognized for today. This has all been possible because of the dedicated and faithful servants who have worked together as a team to create a path for higher education. We thank you, Lord, for the vision of Nazarene Bible College that began long ago and made this day of celebration possible. We praise you for instructors who have spent years in study and in ministry, and now have prepared new leaders who will be ready to also serve you in ministry to our fellow man. We give thanks also for supportive family members who encouraged these students and did what they could to make sure that they were able to continue. May your blessing be upon all in these special moments, and may all of us follow you closely wherever you take us from here. We bow our hearts before you. Reveal in us and through us your love and your peace as we exalt your holy name. And these things we pray in the wonderful name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.
2: In your programs, you will find the words to our first hymn, We Are One in Mission.
3: Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? This is the message that we have heard from him and we declare to you. That God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Jesus said of himself, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. God said, let light shine out of darkness. Made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Jesus said, you are the light of the world, so let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You are our chosen people, a royal priesthood, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So testify concerning that light so that through him everyone might believe.
4: As an alumnus of Nazarene Bible College, I represent hundreds of graduates who have carried the light of the gospel to the world. We are serving all across the United States and in many nations around the world. As you receive this flame, you have a charge to keep, a God to glorify and love, a never-dying soul to save. I hand this torch to you with confidence. That you will join the alumni of this great institution in the challenging task of fulfilling the Great Commission.
5: Good afternoon my name is Katie Crow, and I live in Independence Kansas and as a children's pastor I couldn't think of anything better than to hold up this torch and say this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine no matter where I go no matter what I do I promise that Jesus love will shine through
6: Oh give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. I give God glory and praise for all that he has done for me through Nazarene Bible College. I pledge my love, my devotion, my eternal gratitude and commitment to God and to the work of the ministry. Bless his holy name.
7: Hi, my name is Tony Joya. Over the last several years, God has truly blessed me in my life. Um, I met and married my soulmate, my wife, Sarah, who, with, without whom I certainly wouldn't be standing here. He brought me to this wonderful school, gave me amazing uh, faculty and staff, Dr. King, Dr. Powers, Jan Edwards, that have encouraged me and been with me the entire time. I vow going forward to bring the blessings that God has bestowed upon me into the world in his name.
8: Thank you.
9: Greetings professors, NBC staff, friends, and fellow graduates. Before I begin, Let me explain using the partial wording of one author. I'm about to give you a mere snapshot of my favorite biblical passages. Imagine if you will, you're gazing out over the vast, beautiful and majestic landscape of the Grand Canyon. Although breathtakingly beautiful, your panoramic view is only a fraction of what can be discovered in the wonderful biblical work of art in scripture. Today, my focus is just on one piece of landscape. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This torch is a reminder of how Thou eternal words continues to burn in my heart and in my soul. God then looked back over our fathers, our ancestors, and invited everyone to remember Him and to keep his laws and his ordinances, and most vastly important, to return unto him, return unto me, as in Malachi 3.7. Today this torch serves as a guide as I reflect on the the beloved lyrics David sang to his Savior, your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light on my path. Today, as a proud graduate of NBC, I've taken an oath and affirmed it, that I will follow your righteous laws. I have suffered much. Preserve my life, overseer, according to your word, and teach me your laws. Though I constantly take my life into my hands, I will not forget your law. The wicked have set a snare for me, but I have not strayed from your precepts. Your statues are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. This is my personal oath. And as graduates, we understand remaining steadfast on the path is very important. So if we ever feel stuck on a path that seems dimly lit, open the word. Remember this torch, open his holy words, and raise the banner, and share the good news. Amen.
10: I'm Linda Huggins, and when the Lord called me to preach, he confirmed that call with a verse from Judges. It's Judges 2.16, and he said, the Lord said he would raise up judges to rescue his people from the hands of those who plundered them. And I am continuing today to make the vow that I will continue to use my words and my life to rescue people.
8: As I look throughout scripture,
4: I see when the Lord calls, people respond immediately.
8: but They respond with three words, and three words when God called upon me, I respond also. Here I am. Lord, send me. May I be fully surrendered to you at all times.
11: My name is John Noggle from Bucyrus, Ohio. I currently serve as a youth pastor, so I consider myself part of the next generation, equipping the next generation. And part of my message uh, would be this uh, as a movie quote. Compromise where you can, but where you can't, don't. Even when the world around you is telling you that something wrong is actually something right. Even when everyone is telling us that we need to move. It is our duty to plant ourselves like a tree and to look them in the eye and say no you move. A tree that is planted by the waters will never run dry. And just as God has been unwavering to us, may we be unwavering in our service to him.
12: Hi, my name is Alex Norton. I'm an officer of the Salvation Army. And first and foremost, I'd like to thank the Salvation Army for affording me this education I'd like to thank MBC for what they have taught me. Uh, It's so valuable, I can't even put a price on that whatsoever. And I also like to thank my wife, Amy, and my two sons, Parker and Carson, for being with me through the two and a half years that I was in this college. But I want to share with you my life vow. It's taken out of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12 to 13. It says, My life vow is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That is to build up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, a mature person attaining to the measure of Christ's full stature. And that is my life vow. It has been with me since I started ministry and continues to keep me uh, humble before the cross, working for the Lord.
4: My name is Tanner Tribule. I'm an associate pastor out in Albany, Oregon, at Grace Point Church of the Nazarene. I want to thank NBC for the amazing years I've spent here learning about who God is and how much God wants to know me, wants to have a relationship with me. And so I commit to live the rest of my life, the rest of my ministry for the sake that others may also know this amazing God. Thank you.
13: My name is Steve Willingham, I pastor a church in Kenner, Louisiana, just right there next to New Orleans. I'd like to thank Dr. Graves, the staff here, and the faculty at NBC for helping me through these last three years to get to here. I'd especially like to thank my wife for many nights of typing my words into the computer. <laughs> my, my favorite Bible verse has always been Psalms 118, verse 24. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. I pledge to live every day in the joy of the Lord and to serve him and to follow his leading.
14: My name is Ethan Dahlberg. Um, When I started the bachelor's program here in counseling, we were given a quote. It states, don't play it safe this year. Pray dangerous prayers, act with holy courage, and risk something great for the glory of God. I'll be taking this quote into my master's as I start in counseling at uh, CCU. Habakkuk chapter three, verses
6: 17 through 19 reads, though the fig tree may not blossom, No fruit on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail and the field yield no food. Though the flocks may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high hills. For the eight years that I've been at Nazarene Bible College, there were many times that I did not think my fig tree was blossoming. I did not think there was any fruit on my vines. I thought the labor of my olive was failing. I thought my fields were yielding no food. But today I rejoice in the Lord. I joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength today and He definitely is making my feet like deer's feet and he's making me walk on my high hills.
5: Hi, I'm Hannah Lee. Um, Just like she said many times during my four years here, I did not know if I would make it to this moment. Um, A foundational Bible verse for me is Deuteronomy 31 6 that reads, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. I just want to say thank you to my family, to my friends, to my professors for loving me, for encouraging me, and for pushing me to be strong and courageous in following the call that was placed on my life. Thank you.
15: My name
1: is John Warner, and I'd like to speak a quote that's dear to my heart. In the wise wisdom words of John Wesley, he says, Let yourself on fire, and with passion, people will come for miles to watch you burn. Hearing this quote, it reminds me that without passion, I myself will fizzle out. With the call in my life for Christian counseling, I must remind myself that God has a call in my life, And my part is to keep the passion aflame for the work of the kingdom. Moving forward in full-time ministry, this quote will be a reminder that I have a gift from the Lord and to keep on track with passion. Also, I want to thank my wife, Latoya, and daughter for putting up with me the last X amount of years so I could do this. Thank you.
16: My name is Amanda Lewis and I am from Indiana. Um, I'm sharing a life verse, it's a couple verses actually. Psalm 71, 17 through 18. Since my youth, God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvelous deeds. Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts
6: to all who are. Aloha.
9: (laughs) My name is uh, Sean Uilani Keoho, and I'm a Lieutenant with the Salvation Army, uh, Salvation Army, sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, And I am from Hanapepe, Kauai, from the Hawaiian Islands. I'd like to share with you Psalm 27, 19. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. May my life always reflect the love, mercy, and grace of Jesus Christ. Amen.
6: Love you, Mom. Good
5: afternoon. Uh, My name is Brianna, and I'm a uh, lieutenant in the Salvation Army of a beautiful island uh, in Anacortes, Washington. And um, I do just want to um, thank the Salvation Army for this opportunity to be able to further my education. As I enter this next stage um, of being able to further my education, I also think about another stage that I'm about to enter, which is motherhood. And for over three years, every day my husband and I were praying for this baby girl, or a baby, and I just found out that we're having a girl. And it's because God is so faithful and he never leaves us nor forsakes us. And I know that because I'm entering into this next stage of my life, that I know that he will be with me, and um, that he will never leave me, nor forsake me. I want to share my life verse with you, which is John 3 30. It says, for he must increase, but I must decrease. And I believe that um, when God asks us to do something, that he wants us to be obedient. He wants to get out of the way so that he can do amazing and wonderful things. And um, I have so many testimonies, and I've heard so many testimonies of how God has been doing that in each and every one of our lives so we cover your prayers thank you so much i just want to thank you my husband uh who helped me so much uh through my schooling so thank you guys so much
17: hi i'm from right here in colorado springs i didn't get to travel anywhere but about 20 minutes from here so <laughs> didn't even use in my, very much gas my name is Christy Russo. Everybody knows It's spent the last four years with me. You call me Chris or don't call me anything at all. I just wanted to make sure that when I stand before God, I'm nervous too. Um, at the end of my life, I would hope that I have not one single bit of talent left. I want to be able to look at him and say, I used everything you gave me and grandkids that are here today, I have 16 of them, those grandchildren that are here today, grandma's only got one more homework project and I can actually come play with you now.
14: My name is Jessie Scudo, I'm from Lancaster, California. I'm here today to give praise and thanks to my Heavenly Father for, excuse me, for bringing me on an amazing journey, a journey of a lifetime. But I also want to thank all of those people at Nazarene Bible College for helping me and guiding me and praying for me through the years. But I want to uh, take a special thank you to Dr. Self who when I would call him in a panic he would lovingly calm me down and we would walk together and solve the problem that I was having. He was also my um, spiritual uh, formation professor and I really appreciated him and I thank him very much. But my vow is to continuously praise and and bless my lord in everything that i say and do and in my life that he will get all the glory in jesus name
5: My name is Christy Church and I am here from uh, Rillsburg, Oregon. I heard Albany, so awesome. Um, I, it is only by grace of God that I'm here uh, standing in front of you today. And um, I praise God because he has called not only myself but my family into ministry. And as it says in Jeremiah 24:15, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I am also with the Salvation Army and uh, this was found in a uh, Silosian Army songbook. My times are in your hand, whatever they may be, pleasing or painful, dark or bright, as you know best for me. My times are in your hand, I'll always trust in thee. And after death, at your right hand, I shall forever be.
13: When I entered this journey uh, a little while back, um, I got to be very honest with you, I wanted a degree. What I learned very quickly is what I needed was an education. And uh, I'm very grateful to be able to stand here today uh, and have opportunity to say thank you. Say thank you to uh, my wife for supporting me through this, uh, to the Salvation Army for making it possible, uh, to the staff of NBC who, um, who had called just at the right time just to pray, and just check in and see how I was doing. My vow as I leave this and, and go into this next chapter of my life is to be uh, what I've learned uh, through this education uh, about myself, and that is to be the visionary, passionate leader that God has called me to be and to put everything, everything into practice as he's called me to do. The scripture says in James 1.22, do not merely listen to the word of God, but do what it says. I intend to do what it says.
9: Blessings everyone. My name is Ella Regina Jackson Lewis. I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Today I stand before you with a heart full of joy, Praise and thanksgiving for making this journey. I thank the Lord for all that He's done. I thank Him for all the gifts and talents that He has bestowed upon me. My prayer is that I use them in a manner that will both glorify and honor Him. In Jesus' name.
4: Jesus spoke to His disciples in the 12th chapter of Luke, saying, from everyone who has been given much, much will be required. And from everyone who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. In response to Christ's exhortation, today I believe that my thoughts echo those of Albert Osborne, who wrote the chorus, All my work is for the Master. He is all my heart desires. Oh, that he may count me faithful and the day that tries by fire.
12: Hola. <laughs> my name is Freddy Garcia. I'm already in the ministry. I'm came from Novosville, Indiana. I got a tiny congregation but I love them. All of them. Everyone is special for my heart. It is special for God. Has to be special for me, and this torch today is encourage me to keeping be a light, lighting the darkness of the people. Be outside and encourage me and remember me the, the purpose why God choosing me and command me to do the Great Commission because that's why we are over here to do the Great Commission.
4: Thank you. (laughs) Buenas noches. Good evening. My name is Robert Soba. And I need to tell you that I will not be standing here without my beautiful wife being by my side. And after many years of ministry, I still could say, the Lord is my shepherd and He's always has strength in me
13: all my lay all my days of my life. Amen.
18: Good evening. My name is Bobby W. L. L Jackson, the pastor of Trinity Missionary Baptist Church here at 617 East Fountain Boulevard. I thank God for being here today. I am the first member of my family to ever graduate from college. My mother, she died when I was 11 years old. My father, he died when I was three. I can remember when my mother said, when she was on the porch in Little Rock, Arkansas, looking up to heaven and says, God, just let me live to see my baby boy to become a man. She didn't. She didn't have an opportunity to see that. But every day I look up into heaven. I said, Mom, how's your baby boy doing? (laughs) I thank God for NBC. Many a days I passed this campus and I said, God, one day I'll be there. And one day the Holy Spirit just had me to drive up these streets. Not knowing what the end results will be, many are challenges. several times I wanted to give up. But I spoke to some of the faculty here, and they embraced me. They counseled me. they encouraged me. and matter of fact the other day when we came to rehearse, I saw are you sure my name is up there? <laughs> so I thank God for my wife, Terry, all my ten children, 42 grandchildren, two great-grandchildren. Oh, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> but because of the grace of God. I remember Mark 5 out of Synoptic Gospel. Verse 31, the last part of that scripture. The woman that had an issue of blood. Because of the press, she couldn't get to Jesus. But she was determined. She had a purpose. And I thank God that I was able to for the press to reach through the crowd and he allowed me to touch the hem of his garment and he made me whole i thank nbc and all of my professors and all of my cohorts and all of my friends for your prayers and terry she and my grandkids and my my ministering team that's in the back and my musician and all of those members of Trinity for being here to encourage me. Thank you for your prayers. God bless you.
19: Hallelujah. My name is Clifton Eugene Marshall and I'm the proud pastor, founder, of Solomon Faith Temple, amen, a church where if you want to be somebody, God is the one that can help you. And I just wanted to give you one of the greatest verses that has blessed me with 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. It says, therefore he that is in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things, but all things become new. I thank God that through NBC, I became new. I thank God for the greatest woman on this side of heaven. My wife, when I got ready to give up, she would say, you can make it. I went through about four surgeries, major (laughs) surgeries. But she said, don't give up. You can make it. I thank God for every one of the professors. And some of them even took my paperwork when I was under medication pretty strong. (laughs) And they still would tell me, just wait a little bit, let it wear off, and then, (laughs) then try again. I did 24 years in the military, was one of the greatest things of my life. But I didn't take down one suit, but I allowed myself to put on another one. Then I'm in the army of the Lord. I'm around great members and great people that has served the people of God in Colorado and the world for years. The professors of NBC. I thank God for you. Solomon Faith. We got work to do. God bless you.
8: Hello, my name is John Augustin Borg. I wasn't saved until I was 45 years of age. Never read the Bible up to that point. So God sent me to Bible college to get knowledge. There's been one passage that has got me through these years, and that's Philippians 3.10, I want to know Christ and the power of His resurrection to become like Him in death. Thank you.
4: My name is Sean Dawson and I'm from uh, Forest Hill, California and uh, wow long drive, but the Marine Corps taught me one thing, and that was, despite how hard it is, never give up, never surrender, and persevere. And uh, while it was hard at times, uh, with the help of my family, my friends, I persevered. I do owe an apology, though, to one of the professors here, and that was the uh, world's uh, missions professors. I argued over and over again that I was home missions. Home missions, that's where God called me. and. Uh, then God decided to eventually move my home. <laughs> he moved my home across the Pacific Ocean to the Philippines, where I would meet my lovely wife, Tess, <laughs> when we would get married there in the Philippines on a lovely beach on a sunset day. So. I want to apologize uh, to the World Missions uh, past teacher for giving him such a hard time. (laughs) John Osoroff said uh, a quote, and it says, no matter what your circumstances are, if you can imagine something different for yourself, you can create it. So I also want to take the time to thank not only my church family of Elevation Church in Auburn, California, but my kids, Killian, Shannon, Alex, Drea, and Alyssa, and a special thank you to my wife, Marites, uh and to our future child, who will be due in August. Uh, also, for, thank you guys for helping me to imagine, thrive, and create this moment today. I vow to serve you not only as a father and as a husband, but to lead our family as God directs.
15: I'm Todd Kennedy. I'm from Clayton, North Carolina.
11: Early in my uh, walk with the Lord, one of the first verses that he he led me to was from Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, which said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me, and I'll direct your paths. And I believe that uh, God has been directing my path, ever since before school and even during school, because there's been many times during school when I just didn't know how it was going to get done. And I know that uh, that feeling is, is among a lot of people here today. And even today, God is still telling me to
15: trust him because he's got this.
4: My name is Tim Klopfenstein, and my wife and I have been called to church planting in Big Bad Boulder. Ooh, God's going to rock that place, and I'm so excited. My heart burns like this for the lost, to see them restored, to see them healed, to see the sick brought to life again. And that's why, by the Holy Spirit, I will go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that Christ has commanded, knowing that he will be with me always, even until the end of the age. Thank you.
7: What we've got here is a failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. 14 years ago, I would have thought myself, I was that man. But I had leaders, instructors, teachers that chose to invest in me in such a way that has brought me to the place where I willingly want to invest in others. My vow is to continually reach out to those who might believe themselves unreachable, continually to strive and teach those who may believe themselves unteachable, because in the army of God, there's no such thing as a lost cause. And as ministers of the gospel, we have to continue to strive to reach those who are lost. I want to thank right now for my wife is out there stamping a picture because she has walked with me for the past 10 years. When we first got married, I was in school. The entire 10 years of our marriage, I've been in school. We, separate, we celebrate our 10-year anniversary, June 2nd, and she was able to endure a 15 hour car drive with me all the way out here and she's going back with me I think so I'm very excited to have that privilege thank you
16: hi I'm Mary Somrak and I'm from Salina Kansas I want to share with you briefly um, a moment here at NBC that literally changed my life one day I was sitting at my computer working on my schoolwork and my phone rang And I looked down, and it said, NBC, Dr. Self. And I thought to myself, this can't be good. (laughs) Why would he just call me out of nowhere? And I was very reluctant to answer the phone because I had no idea what was going to happen. So I went ahead, took a deep breath, answered the phone, and he said, Mary, this is Dr. Self. And I said, I know. I said, what's wrong? He said, nothing. I wanted you to know I prayed for you this morning, and the Lord wanted me to call you and share something with you. This world, it's going to want to change you. And everybody in it will have an idea of who you're supposed to be. But God told me to share with you today, you be yourself. And anything that needs changed in you, God will do it. And I said to Self, amen. <laughs> so I just, I'm saddened that he isn't here today. But in my heart, I am so full of joy that he is sitting at the right hand of our Savior. He was an awesome person. To my professors who are here today, you're free. You no longer have to put up with my crazy. <laughs> you know I love quotes, so I have a quote for, to share with everyone here today. It comes from Ronald Reagan. Most people did not know that he was a saved man and that he had accepted the Lord into his life. So I want to share with you one of the quotes that I have on a post-it in my office. The greatest leader isn't necessarily the one that does the greatest things. He or she is the leader that gets the people to do the greatest things. And that is so truthful. It's awesome. And to my classmates, I have another quote for you. When you cannot make them see the light, well, make them feel the heat. <laughs> and that's from Ronald Reagan, too. <laughs> and to Lucas, thank you for the encouragement and the hugs when I wanted to act cray cray. <laughs>
10: My name is Sonia Brown. I don't know if you can hear me. (laughs) But seven years ago, around sometime this, this summer, or seven years ago, summer ago, I fall down on my knees and say, God, with too much pain in my heart, I can't take this no more. The pain was too much to bear for all the sorrows and frustration and depression that I was going through. And this was my eighth grade year. And so I cried down on my knees to God and said, Lord, if you need to use me, if you need me, if there's anything you want, please, I'm begging you, tell me. And this is my testimony right here. Several years later, I never thought I'd graduated. Many of my personal friends and hence and the teachers will know how much I struggled, how much I didn't believe in myself, and they believed for me. And for Dr. Lambright, too, as well, for the many doors that he had opened for me, and for the many times, the many nights where I had to go and talk with him. And thank you for all the people that believed in me and I never thought. And so now, several years later, I want to be that courager to to, to just say, you can't keep going, you can't keep going. That God is with you always, and he'll always be there for you, no matter how much pain, no matter how much sorrow. And there's a joke that I used to say to God, that like, Lord, how many bucket tears that may be, how many tears I've shed and cried. Well, Lord, I know every one of those tears, you locked them in a jar, and you put my name specially on there. And so i want to encourage every one of you that god is always there no matter how much pain and sorrow that you have been through that he'll always be there right by your side no matter what there's a special song that i used to sing in sunday school i'm it's saying i will go um um I'm totally blank but it's a song like um where you go, I'll go, where you stay, I'll stay, and when you move, I'll move, and I think it's from Chris Tomlin, and that is the song that I've always carried for my testimony, that wherever God leads me, this is where I'll go, wherever he needs me, and may this be also your testimony to you as well. Thank you.
0: I'm Dora Carter. I am a pastor with Prescott Church of the Nazarene in Prescott, Arizona. As I was standing in line, I thought about, which I haven't thought about in ages, the last time I was here in Colorado Springs, I was addressing a hundred electrical engineers at the Broadmoor. This is such a better place to be at this time. I've come a long way (laughs) in in many years. But what I wanted to say today was that God doesn't discriminate. He doesn't care what the color of our skin is. He does not care what socioeconomic background you come from. He doesn't care about your culture or your ethnic background. He doesn't care that I'm short. He doesn't care that I'm old. (laughs) And I I am so blessed that he called me to the ministry later in life and I actually listened most of my friends call me concrete and I'm a very type a personality so it's you know it's it sometimes it's really hard but I am I am so blessed Jeremiah 29 11 tells us I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future And he has done that for me and every one of the other graduates here today we may not have known it at the time but look where we've come and how far we've come and I will always be God's obedient servant doesn't mean I won't argue with him but it means that I will be obedient (laughs) and praise the Lord
6: As a member of the freshman
17: class at Nazarene Bible College, I represent the hundreds of men and women who are finding their way to this institution to have their lamps trimmed for more uh, effective service. Because of faithful servants who came before us, we have seen and followed the true light of the world. As we have heard your sacred vows today, our hearts have been strengthened to pursue with greater determination our years of preparation. Someday soon, we will pass the torch to those behind us, And follow in your footsteps.
11: Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. In every age, God has called out men and women to be his faithful servants. You have been called to join that great company who seek to follow in the steps of those who have fulfilled the great commission of our Lord. I pray that you will today and always keep a clear vision of your call and that God will grant you the strength to fulfill the ministry assigned to you. Now go forth as God's servant. Remember God is with you always and draw strength from the knowledge that the one who calls and sins also sustains. Amen.
20: many people
11: going to pray in just a moment. Today, we are acknowledging two dear, dear friends of Nazarene Bible College faculty and staff who have gone on to their eternal reward, Dr. Ron Adig and Dr. Charles Self. You will notice on the platform today that there are two chairs, with their robes and their hoods, and we're doing this in remembrance of them today. We're honored to have Mrs. Ann Attig with us on the platform today and Mrs. Kathy Self, and I would like for them to stand. Would you please stand? We're going to pray, and Dr. King is going to lead us in prayer. I would like for us to stand together in a moment of silence before Dr. King leads us in prayer in remembrance of these two who invested their life in your life and in the lives of thousands around this country. Would you remember this day Dr. Ron Adding, and Dr. Charles Self?
8: Our Lord, we assemble before you today with gratitude for your great work through Ron Attick and Charles Self. At the same time, Lord, we celebrate your great work also through these graduates, your servants called into various forms of ministry upon this earth. You have appointed each of these by name and prepared them for the work of reconciling the world to yourself. We pause to thank you and to give you glory for carrying them through the demands of school and work and family needs. We give you thanks for provision of financial support for these students, for strength through the long days and nights of study, for encouragement from others, for the love of family and friends, and for the ever-consuming divine call which presses us beyond our capacity yet empowers us by your Holy Spirit. As we look to the greater fulfillment of your call, we pray, O Lord, that you would strengthen these graduates to spread your gospel and advance your kingdom. Though they have endured trials and may face more in the days to come, let these, your servants, rejoice in the living hope grounded in the resurrection of Jesus Christ so that the genuineness of their faith may result in praise and glory and honor when Christ is revealed. Sustain them with power when they are weak, Renew their strength that they might indeed mount up with wings like eagles, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Let the terms of these supplications inspired by your own word, which they have studied and embraced, bear these your graduates through a life of ministry enhanced by your Holy Spirit. As this class goes forth in your name, Continue your great work through Nazarene Bible College. Grant that we might grow as one of your instruments for ministry preparation. Continue to fill the administration and faculty and staff with your Holy Spirit. Use us to educate and to train those whom you have called into service. Enable the following generations of students to find fulfillment in the divine calls which they receive. And Lord, we ask also your blessing upon all the loved ones gathered here who are participating in the advancement of your gospel. Let us all join this graduating class in facilitating the hope and expectation that thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated.
11: Well, graduates, you did a good job with the torch. Quite proud of you, because this is really not a new thing we do here at NBC. It's it's part of an important tradition that we have at this college. And combining the convocation and that part of the convocation with commencement, and you, you did so well. And folks, you did so great out there applauding them and uh, in a few moments you're going to walk across this platform and you get, you're gonna get you going to receive something that you have worked very, very hard for and people out here are going to clap for you and they're going to take all kinds of pictures of you and it's, it's just going to be your day but before we get to that, we know you didn't get here by yourself, that there was some important people in your life. That helped you to make this journey all the way to completion and so I'm gonna give you a chance to acknowledge some people that I'm gonna call off here if you want to stand and clap or don't throw your hat you got to keep this on because we're gonna to have to move the tassel in a minute so hold on to that but if you're a family member of one of our graduates here today would you please stand Graduates, do you want to thank them? Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, Some very important people right behind me, right? Faculty members and uh, people that encourage you along. Did you know that NBC has 132 adjunct faculty members all across, I can't say across the world, that's kind of an exaggeration, but it's, it's, with, it's not just within our borders that help to prepare you. I would like for the faculty and the staff to stand. Would you please stand so we can thank you today, faculty? So we have some uh, guests today that I'd like to acknowledge, Dr. David Ralph, who is the um, uh, district superintendent of the Colorado District Church of the Nazarene, a former trustee and a great supporter of NBC. Would you please stand, Reverend Ralph, so we can thank you for being here today. <clears throat> Reverend Dan and Roxana Cole, uh, trustees of NBC, along with Saurabh. And Ruth, Emmanuel, the Board of Trustees members, would you please stand? <laughs> Majors Jeff and Eloisa? Martin, would you please stand? We're so proud of our relationship with the Salvation Army uh, and, and, the, and the ministry that we share together. And thank you, Major Martins, for being here and being such a supporter of NBC through the years. They're headed to a new assignment. Um, I, I can't feel sorry for them, because they're going to Hawaii. <laughs> and is, Major Martin, is, is it right? Where are you, Major Martin? Over here. Is it right to say you're going to be the divisional... Divisional commander of that area over there. That's a. How do you sign up? (laughs) Or, Dr. Church has already recommended that we make a trip out there to, to see. uh, uh, it, It might not happen. Thank you, Majors Martins, for your impact and influence on the kingdom of God. And for the relationship we've shared with you these, what, eight years, has it been? Um, we're, we're thankful for your friendship. Uh, that's a problem, I, I, I do this and I lose where I am in this thing.
21: Oh,
11: here I am. Dr. Norman Moore and his wife, Vicky. Vicki, would you please stand? Thank you, Vicky. Dr. Moore is our speaker today. Evangelist Norman Moore was raised in Pueblo, Colorado. As a boy, he was invited to ride a church bus to Sunday school at the Church of the Nazarene there in Pueblo. Through the ministry of that church, he became a Christian and was called to preach at the age of 11. After graduating from high school, he went west to California and received his ministerial training at Pasadena College, now Point Loma Nazarene University in San Diego. He also studied at California Graduate School of Theology in Glendale, California. Dr. Moore has served as an evangelist in the Church of the Nazarene for 39 years. His ministry is provided in local church revivals multiple church area-wide crusades, camp meetings, universities, retreats, missions through radio and television. If there is a warm body who would like for him to come preach, he will do it. His objectives in ministry are to win the loss to Jesus Christ, to assist the Christian in sanctified discipleship, to lead the church in genuine revival, and to encourage the pastor and spouse in their ministries. Through the years, he has been an advocate for the ministry of Nazarene Bible College, sending students, encouraging alumni, and preaching in the NBC Chapel services many times. In 2016, Point Loma Nazarene University recognized Dr. Moore with the Distinguished Achievement Award. In 2017, Nazarene Bible College awarded Reverend Moore the honorary doctorate of divinity in recognition of his servant leadership, humble spirit, and faithfulness to the call of God. Norman resides with his wife Vicky in Arizona. They have a married daughter Nikki, some grandkids that they're very proud of, and Norman Moore is my friend, and I'm glad that you get to hear him speak today. Would you welcome Dr. Norman Moore?
22: Thank you, Dr. Graves, and congratulations to you graduates, and thank you also to every faculty member and staff. You're making a difference. In my travels as an itinerant evangelist in the church, I encounter pastors who are graduates from NBC and district superintendents, and you are having ongoing fruit and lasting influence, and the ministry that you folks provide here is uh, bearing fruit throughout the country and world areas. So it's an honor for me to be back. With you today. You know, I heard about a family who was going to take a summer vacation. They got in a family minivan in California, mom, dad, and two kids, and headed to the Midwest, going to spend a week or two with grandparents. And the two kids were in the back seat, and they had a big atlas unfolded across their laps and following the route that dad was driving. They'd gone through a few states, uh, and it was nearing noon, and the kids were getting hungry and started to whine and complain and said, Daddy, when can we eat? I'm hungry. How much longer? You know how it goes. And Dad said, look on the map and see what's the next town in about 15 or 30 minutes. And the kids tugged the map back and forth and wanted to peer and comment and offer their expertise. And dad says, what's the closest town? And one kid said, "La Lafayette. And the other child said, no, it's Lafayette. And so for the next 15 miles, they had a backseat argument about La Lafayette or Lafayette. Dad pulled into town and he found a restaurant and parked the car and all four family members walked into the, restaurant and dad went up to the counter and he leaned over to the clerk and said I would like you to say very slowly and very clearly where are we and the little girl said Burger King (laughs) I think it's important to know where you are. Vicky and I stepped into a mall that we weren't familiar with. Need to find a store in this large mall, 3 levels. And we thankfully found a large upright directory. And we approached the directory and there's a big old red circle. You know what it said? You are And I salute and congratulate you, graduates, for you are here. God has brought you from the early days of your calling through this education to this special moment of climactic celebration. It's important to know where you are. It's also important to know where you're going. And I have reread recently Paul's letter to the Philippians. And I paid some extra attention to his usage of verbs with a particular word in his letter. In chapter 1 of Philippians, at verse 3 through 6, he writes, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. But I noticed in chapter 2, he used that word work with a different tense. At chapter 2, verse 13, he says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. I noticed three indications of three different usages in these two passages. At 1-6, being confident of this, he who began. First learned thing Paul's teaching me here is God began the good work in us. Your relationship with the Lord right now was his idea. Before you thought your first thought about God, he was already thinking about you. Before you took your first step toward God, he'd already taken several steps towards you. Before you ever reached in his direction, he was already reaching towards you. I heard a gospel song once. When he was on the cross, I was on his mind. God initiated your relationship. Jesus said in the Gospels, No one comes to me except the Father who sent me draws them, and I will raise them up in the last day. The fact that you were drawn to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit convicted you of your sins. And you confessed and repented of those sins. Were born again. And your name was written down in the Lamb's book of life. Beyond that, the Holy Spirit drew you into a point of full surrender. Absolute consecration. Total commitment to His plan and purpose for your life. And you were cleansed from inherited willfulness. Filled with the Holy Spirit. And separated for His exclusive ownership and possession. That was His idea. He began a good work in you. And the fact that he's called you into ministry was well, not your idea. He looked for all those potential available servants to recruit and deploy in his kingdom, and he found you. I wonder what was he thinking when he put his finger on me as an 11-year-old boy down in Pueblo, Colorado. He called me to preach... Saved, sanctified, and called a preacher, a 11-year-old bus kid down south, and I faced my face towards the call of full-time ministry and never looked back for a second. But that wasn't my idea; that was God's idea. He began a good work in me. He's began a good work in you. But look over the two thirteen. He changes verb tense. For it is God who works in you. Present tense. He began a good work. He's working in your life now. And he's not going to give up on you. The Bible says he's going to carry it on to completion. Right this minute in God's mind is a great idea what your life would look like. What my life would look like if fully harmonized and compliant, cooperative with his plan and purpose for our lives. You're going to bump into some issues I want you take off that cap and gown. He began a good work, but I want you to be encouraged with the good news. He's, it's God who works in you present tense right now. You may have questions, where am I going to go? Where will I be called? What church do I get to serve? How am I going to pay my college loans? How am I going to feed my family? You're going to have some questions out there. But God's not going to bail on you. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you god began a good work it's god who works in you present tense and even when you don't see your way around the next corner or what's over the next hill you can trust him you can relax in his loving tender embrace knowing that he has a divine strategy in mind and he's promised if you lack wisdom you can ask him and he'd give generously to all without finding fault God began a good work in you. He works in you right now. But let's look back to chapter 1. At the end of that, verse 6, we'll carry it. It what? The work that He began in you, on to completion. We can't see around the corner. We don't know what's over the next hill. But we can trust that He began a good work in us. He works in us now, present tense. And he's not going to give up or bail. He's not taken by surprise. God has never said, whoa, never saw that coming. No. (laughs) He's got your back. He's got your future. And you can trust him. He began a good work. He works in you now. And he'll carry it on to completion. I like to pass on three promises that have been influential in my own life. Grab a hold of them. Write them down. Get them off the tape or CD, whatever. Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. You can trust Him. You can relax in His loving, tender, caring embrace. You can commit your future to Him and walk in the light as He shows you the way. And you can join hands with others who have gone before you and make an impact for Christ and for souls, for time, and for eternity. Somebody asked me once, what keeps you going as an evangelist in the church? I said, lost people still need to be saved believers still need to be sanctified the church still needs to be revived and the pastor and spouse still need to be encouraged in their ministry and that's ample motivation for me to keep packing the suitcase and kissing Vicki goodbye and driving the miles or catching a plane and trying to have an impact and you know what one of these days it's going to be over down here the last sermon will be preached the last prayer prayed, the last board meeting held. And it's going to be over. And we'll be home with him forever. And we'll scan the crowd and we'll see blow me down. Did he make it? I can't believe it. Well, and you will see those folks whose lives you had an influence in and an impact with that made a difference for Christ and for souls for time. for eternity he began a good work he's working in your life right now and even though you don't see around the corner or over the next hill he's not surprised he's not baffled heaven's not in executive committee meeting scratching our head and biting our fingernails wondering what in the world we're gonna do down there he knows what the deal is and he's called you and he's gifted you and you have demonstrated your seriousness about your call And he has a door that's going to open. I can't tell you where. I can't tell you when. I can't tell you how. But the Holy Spirit that drew you to the Lord Jesus Christ to begin with, the Holy Spirit who sanctified your heart and separated you for his exclusive ownership and possession, the Holy Spirit who convicted you of God's call on your life is going to continue to lead you, will carry it on to completion. And we'll hear Jesus' often quoted words from Matthew. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I'm putting you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. There's another favorite promise that has held me strong and steady from Hebrews 4. Let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I wouldn't be a bit surprised, but in the next year you're gonna find a time of need. <laughs> but I hope you remember Hebrews 4 16. You can come boldly, then say timidly, with inhibitions or shyness you can come with confidence into God's presence and you'll receive mercy and you'll find grace to help you in your time of need. There's a third promise that has been a dear friend of mine. I've mentioned it already. You're not going to know what to do sometimes. You've got to make a decision. And the clock's running out. What in the world are we going to do? Where are we going to go? How do I know what to do next? James 1-5 If any of you lacks wisdom let him ask God Who gives generously, not meagerly, to all without finding fault, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith without any doubting, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Let not that man think he'll receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. The thing I'd like to say to you this afternoon, to the graduates, congratulations. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Holy Spirit and responding to God's call. And when you walk out of here, just understand that God began a good work. It is God who works in you now, present tense, and He will carry it on to completion. But I also need to take a second to say thank you to Nazarene Bible College faculty and administrators. You have demonstrated, especially in the last 12 months, your perseverance, your vision, your dream to continue the work of Nazarene Bible College through the transition to Latinxa. And you are still having an influence and an impact. There are going to be folks in heaven because they were influenced by the ministry of Nazarene Bible College and faculty and administrators and their graduates who spread around the world and preached the blessed gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's an honor for me to be affiliated and associated with you all. Love every one of you. God bless you.
3: Thank you, Dr. Moore, for your words, for a reminder of what God's been doing and what He is doing and what He will do in our lives, in the lives of Nazarene Bible College, and in the lives of everyone here in this room. Amen? Amen. We've now come to the focal point of the gathering for this afternoon, the conferring of degrees on the class of 2018. All in favor, say aye. Aye. most loud right here. <laughs> Today, we will present candidates who have, who have completed certificate programs, associate degrees, and baccalaureate degrees in ministry. President Graves, if you'll join me. 11 graduates completed the requirements for the ministry preparation program. 10 of those persons are being recognized in absentia. At this time, I will ask the one candidate, Dora, if you'll stand.
11: Or let me extend to you my sincere congratulations for your perseverance and persistence in completing your certificate program. To symbolize the completion of your certificate program, you may now move your tassel. (laughs) Thank
3: you. You may be seated. One graduate completed the requirements for the Associate of Arts in Ministry degree. At this time, I will ask the candidate to stand. Sonia. President Graves before us is the Associate of Arts in Ministry degree candidate in that she has fulfilled the requirements of her respective areas of study. And upon recommendation of the faculty and the administration and the approval of Nazarene Bible College's Board of Trustees, I hereby present her for graduation from this college. Well, congratulations.
11: It's taken persistence perseverance to complete this associate's degree and now by the authority vested in me as president of Nazarene Bible College and by the authority of the Colorado Commission on Higher Education and the Board of Trustees of Nazarene Bible College I hereby confer on you the Associates of Arts in Ministry degree with all of its related rights and privileges. You now move your
3: tassel. 69 graduates completed the requirements for the Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree. 35 of those persons are being recognized in absentia and at this time, I will ask the 34 candidates participating in the ceremony to stand. President Graves, I am pleased to present these candidates who have completed all requirements for the Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree in in that they have fulfilled the requirements of the respective areas of study and upon recommendation of the faculty and the administration and the approval of Nazarene Bible College's Board of Trustees, I present them for gradua- graduation from the college, excuse me. I would also note that those graduates who have completed the prescribed curriculum for pastoral ministries and pastoral leadership meet the educational requirements outlined in the manual of the Church of the Nazarene for ordination as elder. Additionally, the Christian Educational Ministries graduate have completed the church's educational requirements for ordination as deacon. Wow.
11: Let me extend to you our sincere congratulations for your perseverance and persistence in completing your baccalaureate degree programs. And now by the authority vested in me as president of Nazarene Bible College, and by the authority of the Colorado Commission on Higher Education and the Board of Trustees of Nazarene Bible College, I do hereby confer on you the Bachelor of Arts in Ministry with all of its rights and privileges. To symbolize this degree conferral, you may now move your tassel.
3: Maybe may be seated. So we will now begin awarding the certificates and degrees to the members of the class of 2018. Our registrar, Reverend Duane Mathias, will read the name of each graduate who will proceed to receive the diploma cover from President Graves. A towel will then be placed on the graduate's arm by our program directors, symbolic of the Lord's washing of his disciples' feet and signifying that as our graduates leave, the college they will effectively lead only as they serve. The junior marshals Cora Bergstrom and Marion Torres will also assist in this part of our ceremony. So a few details. You need to know that over the last academic year, Nazarene Bible College has served nearly 1,200 unique students, individual students. Everyone's unique, I know individual students, and we are awarding 81 degrees and certificates this year, and have 36 graduates participating in the ceremonies. It has been our tradition that when the name of each graduate is called, family members just have to sit and be quiet. (laughs) Uh, I was just seeing if you're paying attention. Family members may feel free to stand in honor of the support and prayer that they've been given. They have given to their graduate. We know that you will wish to applaud, and so we'll just clap until you're finished. College photographers will be in place to capture the moment that the certificate, the uh, diploma cover, is awarded, and also that the towel is awarded. And there's an outside chance that someone might like to take pictures, too, just in case. We've reserved this front row uh, over to your left for those who wish to do so. So, so be, be, uh, be aware of the persons who are already in position to take cameras or take pictures. And when you see your graduate who is moving from this side getting ready to cross the platform, might be the best time to make your move to the front. Uh, this is, uh, it's always really an interesting thing, this thing about the line. It's almost like a test of Christian courtesy, the kind that you have, the kind of challenge that you have when you want to get out of the church parking lot. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so so we'll move a line at a time, and family members, I, I'd suggest going on the outside wall first, and when you see, see your graduate come, make your, make your way to that front row. All right, I think we're ready. All in favor say aye. Aye. Okay, here we go.
15: Katie B. Crow, graduating Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, Major, Bible and Theology. (laughs) Katherine J. Gethers, graduated Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, Major, Bible and Theology. Anthony J. Joya, graduating Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, major Bible and Theology. <clears throat> Janet D. Goines, graduating Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, major Bible and Theology. Linda M. Huggins, graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, Major Bible and Theology, 2017-18 academic year, inductee, Delta Epsilon Chi, Honor Society. (laughs) Bruce R. Neal, Jr., graduating Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, Bible and Theology major. Jonathan C. Noggle, graduated Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, major Bible and Theology. Alex W. Norton, graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, major Bible and Theology. Tanner W. Tribule, graduating with honors, Bible, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, major, Bible and Theology. <laughs> Anthony Stephen Willingham, graduating, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, major, Bible and Theology. <laughs> Ethan N. Dahlberg, graduated with honors, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, major, Christian Counseling. (laughs) Lachelle D. Hartway, graduating, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, double major, Christian Counseling, Bible and Theology.
6: (laughs) Hannah Bethany
15: Lee, graduating, Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, Christian Counseling major. John S. Warner, graduated Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree, Christian Counseling major. Amanda J. Lewis, graduating Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree, major, Christian Education Ministries. John Ualani Keohu, graduating Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Christian Counseling Ministry major. (laughs) Brianna C. Milner, graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Christian Counseling Ministry major. Christy I. Russo, graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry Degree, Christian Counseling, Ministry Major. (laughs) Jesse C. Scudo, graduating, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry Degree, Christian Counseling, Ministry Major. Christy L. Church graduated with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Leadership and Ethics major. Jonathan P. Harvey graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Leadership and Ethics major. Ella Regina Lewis graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Leadership and Ethics major. W. Joe West, graduating Bachelor of Arts in Ministry degree, Leadership and Ethics major. Freddie P. Garcia, graduated Bachelor of Arts in Ministry, Ministerios Pastorales major, Hispanic Pastoral Ministries. Robert Soba, graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, ministerios Pastorales major, Hispanic Pastoral Ministries. <laughs> Bobby LL L. Jackson, graduating Bachelor of Arts and Ministries, dual majors, Pastoral Leadership and Christian Counseling. Clifton E. Marshall, graduating bachelor of arts in ministry, pastoral leadership major. John J. Augustenburg, graduating bachelor of arts in ministry degree, pastoral ministry major. John S. Dawson, graduated Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, pastoral ministries major. Todd Kennedy, graduated with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, pastoral ministries major. Tim J. Klopfenstein, graduated, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Pastoral Ministry major. Christopher Size, graduating with honors, Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, Pastoral Ministries major. Mary Somrak, graduating Bachelor of Arts and Ministry degree, dual majors, pastoral ministries, and Bible and theology. Sonia Brown, graduating Associates of Arts and Ministry degree, Christian Education Ministries major. Dora L. Carter, Graduating Certificate Program, Ministry Preparation Program.
11: just want to if you notice in your names of the students who graduated this year this was our first year to graduate three students from Hong Kong two students from the Hong Kong Institute of Christian Counseling they received degrees from Nazarene Bible College and and uh, Dr. Terry Lambright I believe will be going over for their commencement representing NBC. So the reach of Nazarene Bible College continues to impact our world. Praise
3: God. All right I think I think just one more round of applause for the graduates of 2018. Well, I was going to ask you to please remain standing. So I'm going to ask you to stand, and grab your program. Dr. Terry Lambright is going to lead us in the closing hymn, "Lead, Lead On, O King Eternal," and then Dr. Graves will pronounce the benediction.
2: "Lead On, O King Eternal."
11: Receive the benediction, the Lord bless you and keep you, the Lord make his face shine on you, and may he always be gracious to you, the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace, amen. Graduates remain standing, audience you may be seated for the recessional.
0: Thank you for joining us in this celebration. NBC's graduates and faculty are waiting out in the foyer to see you. May God bless you, and you are dismissed.